and welcome to the Nutrition by Samantha podcast. I'm your host, Samantha, nutritionist who is on a mission to cut through the nutrition confusion and help you become the healthiest version of you. In this podcast, you'll find expert advice on all things binge and emotional eating, sustainable fat loss, sports nutrition, and all things in between. I hope you leave each episode inspired and empowered to make smarter eating choices. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello, welcome back to another episode. I hope you all are having a lovely, lovely week. I also have had a lovely week, but a busy week. I plan to start surf February, which is surfing every single day for the month of February. And it's the 1st of February and it's been a complete write-off. <laughs> this week is actually really not safe to go out surfing. There's massive, massive waves and I don't feel confident enough to go out. So I'm not going to do it today anyway. I might go out tomorrow night. But anyway, that's my week. I've just been really busy with work. I have to do my first aid course on Friday. I'm dreading it. So today, which is Wednesday, I was smashing out the all like the the requirements and things to do before you go in so you can just do the first aid for three hours so to do all these um questions and answer all that so i got all that sorted so on friday just go in do the three hours do the cpr and all that stuff and get on with my day um it's quite funny so as a nutritionist i need to have my first aid and cpr I think it's just because it's health professional it's funny because i don't see anyone in person but i still need to do all that anyway so if you ever pass out on a call or something, at least I can virtually give you CPR. I don't know. It's funny. Anyway, I just do it because I need to. So that's what I'm doing this week. Now, something I wanted to talk about before we get into today's topic was a former tennis champion, Yelena Dokic. Dokic, I think I'm saying that right. Um, when I went to the tennis... Oh, I think it was like two Saturdays ago with my mum. We walked by that area where they're always doing the interviews and mum saw Yelena Dokic. Oh my God, how do I say it? Dokic in there talking. And I honestly had no idea what's been going on with her lately at all. And mum's like, oh, she's really been copying it in the media lately. And straight away, I just knew. I knew as soon as mum said that, what was going on. I'm like, what, she gained weight or something? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, are you serious? Of course, a female gains weight and it's all over the news and the media are all talking about her weight gain. Give her a freaking break. And this is what I said to mum as well. And she totally agreed with me. I'm like, she literally spent her entire life being a tennis champion, having to eat really well, exercising a probably a ridiculous amount with training for tennis, always to be strict and on top of her nutrition and everything. She retires in 2014 after an entire life of playing tennis, gained a bit of weight and everyone freaks the fuck out. Like, oh my gosh, she gained weight. Oh my God, why did she gain weight? And everyone's talking about it. Like who, firstly, who gives a shit that she gained weight? But secondly, let her finally live her life. This is what I was originally saying to her. Let her finally live her life and enjoy life, enjoy food, enjoy not having to train every freaking day. And yeah, just enjoy being able to live and do what she wants to do each day and not have to worry about, you know, keeping a fit, healthy body all of the time. Anyway, that was my first initial thoughts. And then I looked into it a bit online, seeing if she had made any comments about it. Cause, you know, I suppose she probably would have. And there was one article I found by the Sunday Telegraph by Jessica Holleran. She wrote it and she wrote, Tennis champion Yelena Dokic has revealed the incredible battle she is fighting to get back to health after her weight doubled to 120 kilos due to 
thyroid illness. And as soon as I saw thyroid illness, I thought, I wonder what's caused her thyroid issues because it probably is the strictness of her diet and her exercise routine that has caused a thyroid issue for her. Because engaging in like demanding exercise for a long period of time does cause imbalances within the body and disruptions in hormones, which can reduce your thyroid function. So that possibly, not saying it is, but that probably is probably what may have happened for Yelena Dokic. In this article, Dokic also said that she was exactly double her weight and it's been a really challenging journey trying to lose it. She goes, I'm halfway now, it's a work in progress and I hope to drop another 30 kilos over the next six months. So doing the quick math, she's aiming to lose like five kilos a month. I mean, it is doable. I think it's, yeah, definitely aiming for um, a definitely faster weight loss. I do think probably two kilos a month would probably be realistic for a lot of people to be able to, you know, maintain good, healthy eating habits and have a healthy lifestyle and losing weight and living your social life as well. But if she's able to do it, good for her. Um... But I really do like that she has spoken about in this article about how it is a long-term thing for her. And I also love that she said in this article, this is not just a, the number about the number on the scales for me. And so many of my clients say that. It's not about the number on the scales. I don't care. I, obviously, people do care about the number on the scales, but that's not the driving factor behind it. She also said, this is about feeling good and healthy. It's about eating right, exercising most days, changing my lifestyle for the long term. It's about feeling good mentally and physically. It's not just about losing the kilos. It's all about getting confidence and self-esteem as well. And I love that because so often when we focus on just the number on the scales or something in particular and not just over overall how we're going to feel or just about the lifestyle changes, we get in our heads a bit and we're just like, oh my God, I'm not seeing the results. Oh, what's the point of doing this? I'm not seeing results. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. I have to do this for the rest of my life. This is all too much. Whereas if you're just focusing on, you know, changing your lifestyle and feeling good, it makes everything a lot easier. It makes it a lot easier for you to stick to things and maintain that as well. In the article, whilst talking about her thyroid condition, she said the condition made it incredibly difficult to lose the weight. I think, oh, so I don't know if I just mentioned it in this, but she's already lost 30 kilos. So yeah, she said that it made it incredibly difficult to lose the weight. And you may think in your head you want to lose 10 or 15 kilos a month, but it doesn't go like that. So for her, she's had to learn patience. And at times you may lose four or five kilograms very quickly, but then you might not, you might only drop one or two kilograms. I'm like, that is so flipping true. And I notice that with clients as well. But what I also love about this is this woman has all the money and all the resources in the world to do whatever she wants. And she is, the way she's talking is exactly like how my clients are going with weight loss. It's so very similar and just shows about what is actually realistic for weight loss because so often with celebrities you see celebrities just losing weight so easily and so quickly and then you always think oh well they have the money to do that they have the celebrity chefs to help them the celebrity personal trainers the celebrity all this stuff to help them but someone like Yelena Dokic who would definitely have more than enough income to be able to do whatever she wants is still only losing weight slowly but more importantly consistently she's also said I wanted to give up sometimes but it was about keeping consistent and positive. You have to think about goals. You might have weeks and weeks where you haven't made progress, but then it happens, you lose weight again, you need to be patient. Remember, you don't gain it in one month and you don't lose it in a month. 
such a good mindset and I'm so glad that she said that and I've found this article to be able to repeat back to you because it's so so true and I'm so um yeah happy to find a celebrity that has you know endorsed slow and sustainable weight loss and telling you it's not always going to be you know easy and you're not always going to lose weight easily because it is bloody hard she also said you have to stay mentally strong and oh sorry she said you have to stay more mentally strong than physically trying to stick with a diet is bigger challenge than any of the physical stuff so so true anyway um i just wanted to chat about elena dockage because yeah it's um it's definitely a tough one for her and i just could not imagine i could not imagine gaining weight and then having to be on tv knowing you're going to be absolutely flipping roasted everyone's going to be talking about you oh my god look how much weight she's gained rah, 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 rah. and having to read that about yourself and know that probably everyone on tv is thinking that about you as well like i couldn't imagine the mental resilience this woman would have not only for being a tennis um what do you call it tennis uh i don't know the word pro <laughs> i'll use that word superstar i guess but also, yeah, I suppose that helps. But just having to deal with all this would be absolutely crazy. Anyway, I'm sure you're wondering, well, what did she do to lose her first 30 kilos? Well, I'm about to read out exactly from her words what she did. She said that she couldn't do what she wanted to do because of her thyroid condition. So she couldn't run, play tennis, jump, run stairs, any of that because of her, she was really struggling with her thyroid. So she said she just walked at the beginning. I would walk uphill slowly. That took a little bit of time. I didn't do intense physical activity for a while. I only could start running after I lost the first 15 kilos. Then I slowly started running. Diet-wise, she ditched sugary drinks and snacks and introduced green tea with ginger and three liters of water a day. My lordy, three liters. That's amazing. Well done. That's awesome. Mainly the first thing she did was be careful with all those drinks, sweets, and sugar. Now, I love that because I think that's all so, so important. Drinks, oh my gosh, bump up the calories so quickly. Obviously, sugar in the, in the drinks as well and having sugary foods as well definitely bump up the calories too. Dockage also said that she wasn't so much worried about the carbohydrates at the start. It was more so the sugar that she cut out. Um, now, technically, uh, sugar is a carbohydrate, but I get what she's saying. She means like the added sugar and all of that, that to it. Um, she also said that she started to take notice of food labels. I started looking at the fat content, good fats, bad content, protein content, carb content, and especially the sugar. I really started to educate myself about nutrition. Oh, amazing. Cause that's what you need to do. Learn about nutrition. But isn't it crazy that she really started to educate herself about nutrition, but she's a, she's like an athlete for her whole life. She was an athlete, but had no idea about nutrition. Isn't that crazy? Um, and then she started to weigh foods and to control the portions amazing and she also said fish and vegetables became a staple meal for her and I love that because I think if you have your staple meals your go-to meals it makes weight loss so much easier trust me makes it so much easier when you get staple meals to go to that's what I have my go-to meals that I usually have and a lot of my clients have their go-to meals that they go to once you've got your few staples you're able to consistently see results each week it's awesome and finally, I think this is by the author of this article. She said, the fact that she is focused on her health and being her best self first is an inspiration. There is a lot of pressure on women in general around weight, let alone women in the, in the public eye. Yeah, 100%. Totally agree. Um, yeah, I hope her mental health is doing okay now. 
because uh, obviously tennis season comes around and she knows she's going to be on TV and everything. And yeah, I could just imagine how tough that would be. But that is my article for today because I just thought that was really interesting and I really honestly felt for her when I heard about how much she's being like spoken about because of weight gain. I couldn't imagine how horrible that would be. So yes, that is that for today. All right, onto my food recommendation for the week. So this one's from Coles. Oh my God, what? Coles? I always talk about Woolies, but this one's from Coles. I looked for an alternative in Woolworths and could not find. So with Coles, they have these... Uh, slow cooked like pulled chicken pulled beef and pulled pork in packets so they're already shredded up which is amazing you just have to buy the packet and put it onto whatever you're making and the reason why I'm recommending this is because they are still pretty reasonably with calories they're not adding in heaps of shit to it as well it's just pretty much the chicken and a little bit of flavoring I am pretty sure let me just double check please hold yes I was right so one serving about 120 grams which is roughly what I recommend some of my clients consume at 120 to could be anywhere between 120 and 180, but usually 120 to 150 um, grams of chicken. So with 120 grams of chicken, it's 150 calories, amazing, and you still get 30 grams of protein. So yes, they're not adding a lot of shit to it as well. There are a few preservatives and whatnot that need to be added just to keep it going well and I'm not going to spoil it. And also I think there's a bit of seasoning in there as well, which is fantastic. But with these packets... You could literally do anything with them, put them on a salad, put them in a wrap, put them in rice paper rolls. It's honestly up to you how you'd want to, um, yeah, use them. But I thought that would be a really handy thing you can grab when you just can't be stuffed cooking. So um, have a look at in Coles for them. They're, in case you're not too sure what they look like, they're about $7.80 per packet. It is more obviously more expensive than buying chicken, but... It's better than getting takeaway if you're resorting to something quick and convenient. So that is my recommendation for today. So slow, slow cooked, pulled chicken, beef and pork, which is amazing. Hey, this is a super quick interruption to tell you about my new program, The NBS Method. After working one-on-one with over 400 people on their weight loss journey, I have developed my own unique formula and method to help clients get from restriction, binge and emotional eating, self-sabotaging behavior, and having no idea what actually works for weight loss to feeling in control, confident, knowing how to deal with their triggers, becoming a more mindful eater, knowing how to eat for fat loss, and finally seeing the weight loss results that they're after. This five-month nutrition coaching program will show you how to lose weight in a sustainable way, stop overeating, reduce binge and emotional eating, and finally feeling in control over your eating rather than food having control over you. Within the first few weeks, you'll start to feel lighter, healthier, more confident, and energized. You'll be in control over how much you're eating, you'll understand your triggers for emotional and binge eating, and you know you've learned the necessary steps to maintain your new healthy lifestyle. I'm so confident that you will gain so much value out of this program. And by the end of the five months, you will know exactly what you need to do moving forward to continue to see the results you're after or maintain your weight loss results. If this is exactly what you need right now, head to the link in the show notes to book your no obligation phone call to see if it's the right fit for you. Okay, let's get back into the episode. All right, on to today's topic of how to know if you are at a healthy weight or what a healthy weight should be for you. 
Now, if you're wanting a more, you know, specific number, a general guide can be to go off BMI. Now, I don't, I don't, when I get clients go through, like type in their BMI and see where they're at. That's just not something I do because, you know, it's a very general guide. And honestly, it doesn't really help me with much. Um, but if you want to know a general weight range, you can also look, yeah, look up your, your, your details, your BMI and see what a roughly a healthy weight would be for you. Cause it would be a range and you can sort of see and see how that would fit into your lifestyle. Now, if you are of already a healthy weight and you're wanting to lose weight, you feel like you're not at a healthy weight for yourself or you want to be a bit leaner, but you eat well, you exercise, you enjoy life and whatnot. You need to ask yourself whether reducing something from your diet or adding something into your lifestyle like more exercise is something that you can realistic do realistically do and is something that you can actually implement into your lifestyle permanently because if you can't your your results that you will get will only be temporary um, sometimes I get clients that are of a healthy weight for their height but they wanting they're wanting to lean up and I always tell them like, okay, we're going to cut things out of your diet a lot more than what we would cut out of someone that has weight to lose. And we look at cutting out alcohol or really reducing the amount of times they're going out for meals or um, really being strict on the grams that they're, they're putting into their food, the grams of food. And a lot of the times when we do this, it's not something that this person can particularly maintain long term. So if you can't maintain these habits that I help to implement to get a little bit leaner um, long term, it's probably not a healthy weight for you. Now, healthy is not just, you know, physically healthy, but also mentally healthy, socially healthy, spiritually healthy, healthy, all those play a factor in how healthy you know, you are as an individual, because if you're giving up all these things in order to, you know, be that little bit leaner because you just want to be that little bit leaner for no reason than just aesthetic reasons, then you're most likely going to have to give something up to get there. So whether that is a social life or, you know, there's something that you have to give up or time in your life that you need to give up to be able to, you know, work on more exercise and things like that. If you have to do those sort of things and it's not realistic that you can do long term, then maybe your goal of being that little bit leaner is not realistic for you and it's not going to give you a healthy weight. For example, for me, if I wanted to lose, you know, I'm always like, oh, I should lean up a bit more or whatever. And then I don't end up doing it because I know what I have to give up and I've been there and I've done that and I don't want to do that again. It's not fun. Um, I know that this weight that I'm at now, it obviously doesn't range much more from two kilos different um, and it hasn't for the past 10 plus years. Um, when I left high school, I think um, in those couple of years, it went up five kilos, I think, and then it's just maintained that five kilo weight gain since high school. Um, obviously, that was ages ago. I'm like 30 this year. So it was a while ago. Um, but yeah, so my weight will always sort of maintain at that that weight range of about two kilo difference. And for me to want to reduce weight or be a bit lower, for example, when I did my comp, um, when I started gaining weight back, I didn't like how I looked on my comp day. I thought it was too lean. I looked like a freaking child. Um, but when I gained a bit of weight back, I think it was about five kilos from my comp, I really loved how I looked in the mirror. I loved how I looked at that weight. But even at that weight, it wasn't, that's not realistic for me to maintain long-term. I loved that weight, like how I looked at that weight, but more than what I do love how I look now. But for me to get to that weight, I know what I have to give up. 
um, and how strict I need to be with my diet and how much more I need to exercise. And I just don't want to do that to be able to maintain that weight. It's not realistic for me and I don't think it'd be healthy for me. I think I'll be end up being very stressed and overwhelmed with it all. Um, I know my social life will be um, impacted with what social life I have, but <laughs> of what social life I do have, I know that will be impacted. Um, and I just don't want to do that. I just don't think that's yeah, for me. And it might not be for you too. So you have to think about it. If you're, um, you know, reached your healthy weight, you cannot, um, you know, reduce any more from your diet. You cannot add more into your diet, but you still want to lose weight. You have to think about, is it really worth it to you? Because I promise most of the time it probably isn't. Now, if you're on the spectrum of still on your weight loss journey, you're not going to know what this looks like until you reach, you know, the plateau or until yeah until it's pretty much till, until you plateau then you'll probably see um like I suppose there's so many nuances to this that I'm just like but what about this and what about that in my mind that's why I keep stuttering going back and forth because there's so many variables but if you've gone through a plateau and you've tried to get out of a plateau um that's what I help my clients with when their plateau is get them out of a plateau if you've tried all that you're at a decent weight for your height and your activity level and your health and there's not much more you can give in terms of reducing from your diet or adding in, then you are also probably at, a, at your healthiest weight and your ideal weight. Because your ideal weight isn't just necessarily a number on the scale. It is also about how, you know, it all impacts your whole entire life. So you have to keep that in mind too. Also on that, if you are eating quite well, but you're not exercising and you can't see a way that you can add in more exercise into your diet, add in any exercise at all, and you're not at your ideal weight, then you need to look at your your work situation, your lifestyle, and figure out where you can add in exercise because exercise is part of a healthy lifestyle and you need to exercise for your cardio fitness, for strength. If you're a woman listening to this, I assume you're probably around 30 years old or older, um, you are starting to lose muscle mass. So you need to start strength training. So you need to find a way that you can fit that into your lifestyle because that is part of a healthy, healthy lifestyle and you need to do some sort of activity to help build strength or at least, you know, some cardio fitness. You know, walking is great and it's good that you do walk, but you also need to add in some strength training as you get older. It's almost a must. Um, I think I mentioned about it on a latest podcast, but the reason why I started weight training again is because I'm so scared of being a frail, brittle old lady because I know that's how I will end up because I mean, I'm just like small boned, I guess is the right word. Like I've been told I have weak bones pretty much already. So I know that's going to be me if I don't continue to strength train. So yeah, if you are like, okay, I, I think I'm, this is all I can do in my lifestyle and you haven't started exercising, I look at what you can change in your life to start incorporating exercise because that needs to change. You need to have exercise in and you need to do exercise for the rest of your life into your 80s, 90s, whatever you can. Now, if you're still thinking, but I just don't know if I am at a healthy weight, Just I just want some tangible steps that I can think about to know. Um, first thing I would recommend is... So think about, okay, are you following a healthy lifestyle? Firstly, I mentioned that before. If you are, fantastic. That's one good sign that you're at a healthy weight. Um, are you bursting with energy or full of energy? Do you get up um, and, you know, get through your day quite easily or are you sluggish, tired, and unmotivated? That's where you can look at, mm, maybe we can look at your, your uh, nutrition and where we can improve with that there. You're close to your goal 
but your weight is stable. So if you're at that stable weight, but you're not at your goal yet, that's a great, it's a great indication that you're getting, you know, you're at your ideal weight. It's also important to know about your like waist circumference as well, because especially actually for men and women, I don't know why I was going to say women, but it's hundred percent for men and women. If you have excess fat around your stomach, this is where our organs are. So this is, you know, a huge risk for heart disease, type two diabetes and other chronic diseases. So you really want to make sure that our waist circumference is optimal. The next, which I had just mentioned is trying to lose weight would actually make you miserable. So if you're ready, you know, eating well and then you're trying to lose weight you're being really strict and it'll make you miserable probably a sign that there's not much more to give for you there's not much more things you can reduce or add in all right well i hope you found this episode helpful i really hope you got something out of it um and if you have any questions please reach out to me on instagram nutrition underscore by samantha uh if you're listening to this and you've listened to a few episodes now why haven't you left me a positive review yet come on Get on the reviews, please. Um, this is free for me to do. I mean, it's not free. It costs me money. It's free for you to listen to, I should say. So it would mean the world for me if you could just five stars. That's all you have to do. And that would be amazing. All right. Well, I hope you all have a lovely, lovely week. If you have any questions about working with me, send me a DM, send me an email. My details are in the show notes. Um, and I shall chat to you next week. Bye-bye.